So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? I don't know, like touch a fly, was it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh boy! Wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it! Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Mopin Money Podcast, episode 244. Uh, I'm old, I'm tired, I'm worn out. I didn't touch my moped this week. I'm I'm suffering from moped withdrawals. Um, you know, guys, it's, it's cold out. It's dark. Winter. Uh, I don't know. Walter, how do you feel about it, bud? Dude, I didn't touch a bike either. I spent the entire night last night in the moped shop watching Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't touch a bike. Dude, the, that's like the, the great escape, dude. You're like, ah, I got to go uh, work on this bike. And that's just your excuse to like leave. <laughs> like, no one bother me. I got to go. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, you know, I can watch TV at home or I can, you know, slap in a, uh, slap in a VHS at the shop. Nice. I do. I, I, I do like to freeze my ass off and watch a movie. I do like the uh, the group shops that have like uh, like TV like amenities. You know, like there's some shops that's like, all right, cool. You go there and it's like a dark, you know, dingy garage in an alley, and there's no bathroom, and people are like peeing in buckets and like you know <laughs> huddled around like one heater to stay warm. And then you have like those shops that are like, oh man, you guys got bathroom, running water, lights. Well, is that, is that a TV in the corner? You guys watching movies in here? You know, project, yeah, well, I mean, projector I guess, screen, a couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got we got some amenities, but uh, it's you know, it ain't like home. It's not your living room. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, but what if it? But what if it was, dude? What if we were just like, you know? I mean, it can be. <laughs> it you know, can that's be. the goal, right? Yeah, if you got <laughs> if you got the money, if you guys got the funds, you got the organization to uh, to pull it together, wrangle all the cats. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a stretch. Yeah, we're like thinking about going to. Um, me and Thomas were talking about going to um, Zero's Swap Meet, like in, in like in about two weeks. And yeah, yeah, it's coming up, right? I was like, yeah, it's about two weeks away, and I'm like, all right, it's not too far, like Ohio, like you know, get out, do something, and like they have the amenities, you know, they're like the couch, the pool table, like the tons of storage. I'm like, man, living the living life, guys, the home away from home. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we have no insulation, so we got this like propane heater, and you know you're warm if it's pointed right at you. But other than that, you're you know yeah. it's been brutal. I bet dude. So, I, I haven't know. even turned my heater on yet. Like I got like a like a new kerosene like heater that they were throwing out at work. So like you know one of those like little yeah. circular like round round jams that stands up on its own with a great yeah. It looks like looks like the jet engine. Yeah, I have. I've had one of those. That's the old one I've had. But they had like one of those old school ones. It's just like a little cylinder. Looks like a trash can. It's all like like beige and shit with like metal around it. I oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I have one. Of the, I got one of those. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to fire this thing up. I haven't gone in my garage once all winter. Like I've gone in there to, like get stuff. Like I have stuff in, you know in there. Like oh, I gotta go in the garage and get something. But like I've yet to yeah. wrench in the garage. Like even my main bike that I'm riding like kind of regularly. I have locked up on my front porch, 
like <laughs> so, like the the ease of like use. Oh, I can just walk out the front door and get it. I don't have to like open the garage door and like lock it behind me and like all that stuff. Plus, I think I'm just yeah. like. I don't want to like go in there and look at all the stuff that I know I need to do, like <laughs> the daunting task of <laughs> right. bikes in the garage. So I'm like, uh, let's just keep the runner away from like the broken bike, so it doesn't like catch a bug. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're you're only down to one runner right now. Oh, dude, I'm at one runner right now, man. Oh, that sucks. It's it's kitted. It's got a pipe. It's it's comfy. It's the Derby box. So it's like it's pretty solid. Oh, yeah. and it's got like plenty of storage. Yeah, indestructible, right? Yeah, I'm like it's like. You know, I never had it like super tuned like the best, but like it, it runs and it doesn't break down and it's fast enough. So yeah, like I, I don't want to work on it. I'm like, Oh, I'm not touching this bike. It does the things it needs to do. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 You don't want to jinx yourself. Yeah. Like I know there's like, dude, I got a daunting task. Like my laundry list of stuff to fix right now. Like, yeah. It's not. It's not bad. It's all the things you're like. You know, you can do it in a couple. Like each thing is like a couple hours of its own. But it's like okay, like this needs like a piston. Like no big deal. But you gotta like take all the stuff apart and put a piston in. And like okay, right. Like, that bike like the rear wheel bearings. No, the rear axle broke. So I have to replace. Oh, it was like my derby. My other derby. Like the axle broke. It didn't break while you were on it, did it? The nut came off while I was riding it. And and so that that was like, ooh, I looked down, I was like, ooh, this thing's missing an axle nut. That's crazy. And like I limped it home and like Yeah. And it was already kind of making weird noises. I'm like, oh, what's going on in there? And like the brake broke and like all sorts of just carnage kind of happened inside the rear wheel. So I'm like Yeah that's just like an annoying thing to fix. I'm like, oh, I don't even want to touch that. Like that's a bunch of bullshit. And like, and it sees. So I'm like, oh, and it's like double things to fix on that. Like the Fox had like <laughs> complete cartridge when I loaned it out at ride and chatter. So that's like a full rebuild. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, I'm seeing all the other homies that are getting foxes out there. And I'm just like, dude, like I gotta, I gotta go hard. Like, like now, you miss that, it. yeah. Now that it's dead, and also now that it's down, it's like I want to like bring it back, like like the phoenix, you know, rising from the ashes. I want to like make, <laughs> make it better. So I'm just like, I've been looking at like all the fancy parts online. I'm like, ooh, I know I need a crank because the crank's jacked. I gotta buy like some other like random parts that are hard to find. And I'm like, but they have like yeah, these like there's like 80 cc like water cooled like 103 kits, and it takes 103 kits. And I'm like, dude, I could go. I could go 80 cc and water cooled, like. Well, I was gonna say, is it? I mean, it's not the it's not the same as like a as like a 103, right? The kits. Any closer, like a the kits the same. Oh, okay. Like the after that, it's all different. Like it's dual variated. Um, it's like mono. Yeah, it's got like that. Like, so like the subframe that's all like yeah. part of the case and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like half yeah. I've got a I've got a Wallaroo that I'm fighting with. Exact, the exact same motor. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, Wallaroo and Fox have the exact same motor, so it's it's sick. But but I know like it's a daunting task, and I'm just like fuck, man. And then I have like a like a stalker Tomos that I just like haven't bothered touching. Like it's just been in my garage like since the summer, and like yeah, I got, I got it to start once, and I was like, okay, it needs a throttle cable and a carb rebuild, and I haven't touched it since. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at. Like, I've got I've got some bikes that, like, you know, like, kind of runs. Like, my Wallaroo kind of runs, but I don't know. It a bit, like, it's fast as hell. I'll, I'll run it for, like, 20 minutes, and then uh, it just, it, it, like, shuts off, can't crank it back up. Mm. Dude, they're, uh, they're I don't so know. sick, I, though, dude. Like, for those who've never seen oh, a dude, Wallaroo yeah, or never seen, a, never seen a Fox, just look them up, because they're, they're two of the coolest mopeds like i think out there like and the waller is sexy like it's got great lines like it's got a comfy seat like well mine's not it, <laughs> it needs a paint job but uh but, that's but like i mean aesthetics. but, that's just but when it runs it's crazy dude it's crazy yeah. fast like and it's such a comfortable ride mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean but yeah it just it just dies yeah and it's like yeah, I gotta figure that out. Dual variated, like you, you can't go wrong. Like uh, tons of parts, like kit wise, like there's ton of kit options, you know, available. Yeah, yeah, like some of the uh, some of the stuff, like if you're looking for like stock parts, um, there's like the what is it like CSM.nl or something, like a big like a big Honda supplier from the Netherlands that like you can pretty much get any part you need with the exception of like cases and a frame, you know, I mean like it's, it's legit. Yeah. You just have to order it from another country. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the, only, that's yeah, the well, it, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's not, but I mean, it's pretty easy. Uh, I mean, they ship to the U S and you know, it takes like, I don't know. It'll take like two or three weeks. It's not crazy. Yeah. Like I just pulled it up too. Like and the first thing you see when you go on there is like the, the PK 50, like right off the top. Like, cause I just like Googled like Wallaroo parts, you know, it's like super accessible. Like C C M S N L.com. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Like I definitely need like some of those like weird stock parts. Like, you know, the, the spline shaft part of the variator. Like I got to get one of yeah. those, and that's like you can't get that off treats. Like no one, no one's just gonna buy that to sell. Like <laughs> it's such a random part. Well, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's not a common bike, so it doesn't make any sense for them to, you know, to stock those parts. This is true. Which is like, it's like the 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 curse of like getting like the rare bike. You're like, oh, it's kind of rare. Like this is this is awesome, but then like you have like the the supply chain a little a little tighter. Yeah, yeah, you really gotta. You really got to look for parts, you know. It's not yeah. as easy as getting on treats or dose. I feel like I don't know if you do this. Like I feel like when I when I have like bikes like that and stuff, I'm just like when I go to buy something, especially if I got to order it from Netherlands or some player far away. I'm just like, uh, I'm just gonna buy two of whatever I was gonna get. It's like, oh, I need <laughs> gasket sets, I need seals, I need bearings. Like I just buy like double the double the amount because like I know I'm gonna need it again eventually. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't made of money though, man. <laughs> this is true, but I but I'm not but I'm also not made of all that shipping money. Like the shipping's steep, you know. So you so you oh yeah, try to balance that. Like, well, if I have to order one gasket, like or something stupid, I'm like I'm gonna pay like twice the amount of the of the part just to get it shipped here. Oh yeah, and you put your list together, and like and yeah, you always forget that one like stupid thing, <laughs> you know. Like you need that one little plastic whatever that yeah. you know. That, like they, it's it, it's only for a Wallaroo. You know, you can't get it anywhere else. There's no, 
you know, it's not like, I mean, you know, like bearings, you can find like a bearing place, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere nearby that might carry the right size. But yeah, that one stupid part that you forgot about, and then you got to wait another month yeah. and pay 20 bucks for shipping for a $3 part. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like this is, this is like the shit that makes me like, uh, think about like really old, like the old school moped scene, like the guys who were starting it 20 years ago when they everyone there was no treat land there was no you know dose there was no denny and all that stuff they had to order their parts from overseas or like from some guy off like some foreign ebay like yeah and that was before (laughs) before google translate right yeah it's like yeah like this is like it makes me makes me run the the dark times dude like oh you guys have to suffer (laughs) yeah that was before me i never uh i got it easy and i'm okay with that yeah, same here, same here. I'm definitely okay with it. <laughs> um, well, um, why don't you uh, tell everyone who you are and where you're from and what club you're representing? Yeah, so my name's Walter. I'm with Firing Squad Moped Club in Athens, Georgia. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we started out in, like, I don't know, 2018, maybe it was like me and a dude, Brian, we, uh, if you go back, you can listen to our, our first episode with you. Oh yeah. Um, that was, we were, we were the first two and, uh, now we're, well, we got six guys in the club now. Dude, that's so sick. Six, yeah. Six patched in. Dude, how did, how did it feel like growing the club? Like, cause like, cause like you guys came in at a time where it's like, you're kind of seeing like active clubs like around you and I like, I don't know. I had a, I had a weird time coming in because I kind of, when I came in, I was doing my own thing and then I met like a group, the group shop and I got into a club that was already existing. So I never had to like, you know, take, you know, the growing pains of starting a new club and like, I don't know. How was the, like that whole like growing process for you guys? Did it feel like, did it feel easy or was it like kind of like pulling teeth? Like, were you trying or was it like kind of like just organic and wait to see, you know, who comes along? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it was kind of a combination of the two. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, we just kept, uh, just kept like, you know, putting out like random flyers, like, Hey, you know, like we ride, we try to ride every week if weather's right, you know, like, come on out, you know, and, and that didn't really work, you know, it was, I mean, I guess, I don't know. It just kind of grew organically because, uh, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, when I, when I was younger trying to find a girlfriend, you know, like when you're looking <laughs> too hard, they're not coming around, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it all just kind of happened organically. Um, like one guy, I just like saw him like, uh, I don't know. I was on my bike and he, uh, he had like a, uh, like a Honda trail, like one of the newer ones. It was like a, it was like a, uh, like a 2021, uh, was it CT125? Um, I was just like, oh, that's a cool bike, you know? So I like jumped on my Hobbit and chased after him. And, uh, he actually like had already followed us on Instagram. So he's like, oh, you a firing squad? I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's us, you know? Like, (laughs) come on out and ride with us, you know? And he just like, kept coming out you know so like now he's in the club um that's actually happened what twice where we just like saw somebody that was on a bike that we liked we like chased them down it's like hey come hang out and they just kept hanging out 
Nice. Um, That's the best. I love yeah. like chasing people down. I've definitely done it before. Like, like driving my car and I see somebody rat blast by on a moped. I'm like, oh my god, another moped! Like Team Rando, and we'll like drive after. I'm like, dude, pull over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, this is a college town, you know. So like, every now and then you'll see like a college student on on something. Like, I actually, there's like a kid that lives like up the street from me. Um, that he has a, uh, I think it's like a QT50. Um, and I've like, I've ran into him like once or twice, you know, told him to like come hang out, but you know, he never did. Yeah. Uh, and there's like, there's like a girl on a Tomos, um, a couple months ago. I just like saw her like riding around downtown and like tried to chase her down, but I lost her, you know? Uh, Oh, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a small town, you know, so yeah, like, like we'll, we're, we're going to see him again. Yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, you know, unless, uh, unless their shit breaks down and they just <laughs> give it up, you know? Yeah. Which is like, that's like where I hate to see. It's like, you know, it's like if they find the community or the group, like before they start having the issues to make them quit, it's like, uh, like, yeah, that, I feel like that's the, that's the fine time in mopeds. It's like, yeah, there's like someone who gets their bike and they're out riding it and they're enjoying it and then it breaks and they can't figure it out and they give it up and it's like okay damn it like they lost out but yeah. they would have just like found the resource like some people like their breakdown they can't figure it out and then they like start looking and then that's when they find moped army or they find out about the other groups or something around and then they you know they have a lifeline it's like ah oh, like you need like that one or two lifeline calls before like you quit yeah i mean it's really just blind luck as to whether or not you're going to you know, stumble across the community, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was lucky, you know, like I, uh, I met Brian pretty early on in my, uh, in my moped journey. And, uh, I mean, he's got a ton of bikes and has been working on them forever. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I, I've seen a few people come and go, you know, and like, Either they didn't want to work on them or, yeah, again, didn't like, you know, didn't discover the, the, the group, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely like a roll of the dice, like whether it sticks or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. There's been plenty of people that like get a bike and they're like, they just want somebody to work on their bike for them. Yeah. You know, in which case they're going to pay me. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like I, I, if someone offered me like, money to work on their bike like right now i'd turn it down like i can't do it anymore like i did it for so long and that was like my like because i had well it's one probably because i had more time in my hands so it's like yeah like yeah i had plenty of time i was like yeah i'll fix your bike like i'll give it a tune-up once a summer like they every year they bring me back they bring the bike back with the same issues you know it's like all right like the tires are flat like <laughs> the, the the carbs dirty the the petcocks clogged like you know, you know yeah. your your clutches are worn out. Like you ch- you'd fix the same like problems that you always fix every every year. And like they and then they get their bike back and they ride solo by themselves and beat it up all year and then like bring it back. <laughs> but I just I can't, yeah I mean I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, well I mean I don't know I mean also like because it's not my bike so I'm not like attached. I, you know I'll do. I'll do work on my own bike for free, obviously. I mean, yeah. it's going to cost me money, you know, but like mm-hmm. if it's somebody else's bike, 
you know, like you got to charge them unless they're like, like, like in what, your club and hanging out and like part of the thing. And then it's like, yeah, like I'll help you work on it. I'll point some fingers. Oh yeah, you, absolutely. You can turn the wrench, but if you just want me to fix your bike, like I'm gonna charge you, and I and I'm gonna put that money towards fixing my own bike. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I'm not gonna like charge my friends. You know, if they're hanging out and they want to learn, you know, yeah, let's do it. You know, but um, I don't know what's your what's your rate like when you were when you were repairing bikes. Um, when I got to the end, I was doing sixty dollars an hour, and I was, but it was it was. The first hour, sixty bucks, and that's like me like diagnosing the bike and figuring it out. And if I can fix it within the hour, then that's sixty bucks. And like we charge them like twenty five dollars for like a pickup. Like oh, like the bike's at your house. You can't. You don't have a truck or a car. You can't get it to me. Like okay, I've got to drive across town and pick it up. Like I charge them twenty five dollars for picking it up and twenty five dollars to drop it off or something. And then yeah, I do. I I, got, I initially got to the part where like I had to like write it down and like make like rates or whatever. Okay, well, these are what the parts cost, and this is what I'm going to charge you for like the parts. You know, like I got like like if Thomas was buying parts in bulk or something, I get like a discount. But you know, it's just I wasn't trying to gouge anyone. I definitely got to the point where like it's because it's mopeds. You know, you're working on a bike and something that should take me an hour. If it's like I gotta fight some random bullshit, like oh the fucking bolts are seized up and I gotta like oh map, right right pass yeah. them and do all this extra, you know, if you gotta <laughs> do a bunch of extra stuff that ends up wasting a bunch of time, I'm not gonna be like, dude, this took me ten hours. Like I'm gonna charge you ten hours. I'm like, no, I'll be like, it should have taken me three hours. Like I'm gonna charge you for three hours. Yeah, and I guess just like the experience is gonna kind of tell you, yeah, like the the amount of time it should take, yeah. right? Like simple things too, like yeah. you could like flat fee, like okay, like changing tires would be like a flat fee, like oh, it costs this to change your tires, like that's something simple, or like you know charge them like uh, just like oh I need to reline clutches, like it's this, and you get, and I make them pay for the the fluids and stuff, you know, consumables, yeah, like yeah, I because you're putting all the money up front too fixing their bike, so it's like you know you gotta buy the parts or like you can make them do it, and I've definitely seen it both ways where like. So I'm like, oh, I got to order these parts. Can you like send me 60 bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever it is? Or I'll send you the link and you buy it and then you bring it to me or like. And send me the parts. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, just, that'd be wasting time. I'd be like, yo, I'll just like put it on my card. I'm like, I'll buy whatever I need. And at the end, I'll give you a bill. I'm like, oh, right. This is what you owe me. Here you go, bud. And like, I never had yeah, problems I'm- with it. Like everyone's like good about paying for it. Even like. You know, I feel like they would have been willing to pay more sometimes, like because they didn't know anything about it or what they, you know, what it costs or what it takes to do all the work. They're like, dude, you did what? Dude, I would never figure that out. Like, I would have paid you double. Like, you know, like it's, they're used to. Yeah. Normal people are used to taking their car to the shop. You know, like, oh, my car is broken. They right. take it to the shop. The mechanic fixes it and they give them a bill and they pay it. But yeah, I've got a, uh, I got a bike for sale right now, and I keep like instead of people like reaching out to be like interested in the bike, they're like, Hey, I got one like this. Can you make it run? Oh, you know? Nice. And so like, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool. Cause like the whole reason I'm selling a bike is cause I want to, you know, fund other projects. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. I told, I told somebody my rate and it was like, you know, similar. Like I told him like 75 bucks to look at it and then like 30 bucks an hour plus the, the like cost of parts. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, oh, I, you know, I didn't know it's going to be that much. Like, well, 
figure it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you I, mean, know? I definitely get it. Cause some people it's like, if you buy like, especially if you can get, if you find a bike for cheap or find a bike for a good deal, it's like, you know, when someone buys a bike that costs them $300 and then like you tell them it's going to cost them $400 to fix it. Like they, they're like, uh, they get a little, they get a little weary and it's like, well, if you would have bought like a good condition, like running bike for a thousand dollars or $800 or $600, like you come out on top. That's why I try to explain like new people yeah. sometimes. It's like, yeah. yeah, like it's one thing like finding a deal and buying a bike for cheap, but that cheap bike's going to cost you 500 bucks. Like whether you're fixing it yourself or you pay someone else to fix it, it's going to cost you money to fix like something that's old and broken and needs work versus like buying like a bike that someone already went through and it's running and doing all the things. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never, I've never paid more than like 500 bucks for a bike. And I mean, you know, running or not, like, yeah. I don't know. I look for the deal. Yeah. Actually, no, I take that back. I paid more for, <laughs> I paid more for my, my Wallaroo, but well, that's I don't like know. Different. That was a, uh, I say there's like, there's yeah, like that's a, different, right? <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's advanced level buying and there's like, like if you're in the scene, like you're in the moped scene, you're, you've like, cool. Like you do this, you're in mopeds. Like you're, you're always hunting for the deal. Like if I find a bike that's a hundred bucks or 75 bucks, like I used to buy every bike that was under $200. Like if it was $200 or less, no matter what I was going to buy it. Like if I could beat my friend before someone else in the scene got it. Cause I remember like old Richmond, we had like 30 mopeders. We had like 30 active people like in the scene, like when all smog squad lived here and like we had the yeah. shop and we had a bunch of team randos. There was like a good solid 30 people like in Richmond and surrounding areas that were playing mopeds. So it's like, anytime a bike would pop up, like one of your friends was going to get it. Like someone would buy a bike and they beat you to it. Like you, you go to the, you'd instantly go to the group chat. Like who bought, who bought the top it, you know, like, which, yeah. you, which I mean, you do, you assholes? Think, <laughs> do you think Richmond still has like a pretty good inventory of bikes? Like, are there still, we have still cheap bikes out there. We have decent amount of bikes floating around. They're not like super cheap, like still like deals, deals like still pop up here and there. But now it's like, I feel like every scene, I think we've talked about this before. I feel like every scene kind of does it to themselves. Like, yeah, you get a bike and you fix it and say, say you buy a bike for 200 bucks and you take it home and you fix it up. Like you, you know, you, you put a hundred dollar crank in it and you put bearings and seals in it and you put a kit on it or, or, or pipe or you know, fixed all the cables and like, you got the bike solid. Like you put the bike back to like a newish running, you know, not, not a painted or something, but you got the bike super legit and then you go to resell it. Well, you paid $200 for this bike. It probably cost you two, $300 in parts. And you want to like make 200, 300 bucks or something. So you sell the bike for 800, $900. Well, now every team rando that sees a bike on Facebook marketplace is like, Oh, this bike's worth $800. Oh, this bike's worth a thousand dollars, and then they take a yeah. non-running piece of shit bike that no one's gone through, and they want to sell it for the same price, and and then that's where the shit gets weird because the whole scene thinks that all these bikes are overvalued. There's like a sixteen hundred dollar stock non-running Magnum for sale in Richmond right now. No one's ever gonna like. No one's Dude. gonna buy it. Like not here. Like yeah. it won't sell. And that happens all the time. We get bikes that pop up for sale for like two thousand dollars, thousand dollars. No one's gonna buy them. There's a Magnum in Atlanta right now for sale for seven thousand dollars. Yeah, because they saw it on like fucking bring a trailer or something, <laughs> you know, for sell for that much money, and they think theirs is worth it. 
And then we have like, I no, know. like, I don't, I don't care what it is. Like no moped is ever going to be worth $7,000. No. Not even a museum piece, you no. know, like that's Never. crazy. Never. None of them. Not one, like not to buy, like even like a, even like a all out French bike custom NVR, whatever, all the go fast, like parallelogram, all the bullshit, like top of the notch, you know, they spent $7,000 in parts. I would still never buy it. <laughs> Cause yeah, not, I mean, like, <laughs> cause I'm not buying $7,000 yeah. $7, moped. Like 1500 bucks to through $2,000 would be my ultimate max. And that would have to be for like, some super rarity dream bike, which is like, yeah, bucket list bike. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Pretty much like, you know what those bikes are selling for. Like if, if dose imports some really cool, rare shit, it's probably selling for 1500 yeah. bucks, $2,000. Like at the top, yeah. that's like top, top of the line. Like nothing else is going to go for that. Like I, the most I ever spent on a moped was my Derby box. And I bought that from Charlie buzzard who got it from dose imported and, it wasn't even running when I bought it, but that's like the most, like the two derbies were the most I ever spent on mopeds. And that was like, kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like there's like those levels to it or whatever. It's like in the beginning, I would only buy cheap bikes, $200 and less. And I didn't want it running. Like, I don't care if it runs or not. And then like, and my, that was, a, I would never buy a bike that costs, you know, more than a couple hundred dollars ever, like never. And, but I would sell them for, you know, 500 bucks, 600 bucks or something. And, the Derby, my two Derbies, and I think my Grand Prix, I think I spent, like, a decent amount of money on. But those were because they were, like, kind of, like, dream bikes, like, and I knew what they were, like flat reeds, like, I wanted them, and I was willing to spend yeah. more money on it. And it's also, it's like, I'm not, every bike I buy is not like that, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, yeah. people, some people, like, they, they all the bikes, they have a, we have one homie in Richmond, Smog Squad, and he's got a garage, like, stacked full of really nice bikes like all the bikes he buys are top of the line really fancy bikes like and he's like got multiple bikes imported from dose you know shipped in and it's mm-hmm. like yeah like he's dropping money on bikes but it's not like you're not buying a thousand dollar maxi like yeah who's doing that no one i'm not buying a tomos you know for for 1200 bucks oh but you i mean yeah but you see him on the marketplace every day <laughs> every day yeah i think i said we talked about it last week dude like our our scenes like getting older like our scenes aging so it's like the yeah the amount of people like we have less people and like in the in the scene right now and the ones that are here have been in it for a while so we already everyone who's in it already has like their bikes you know we have like stacks of bikes we have like you know the, or they have their one or two bikes that they've had forever and like we're not like that young hungry scene where, where you're just buying everything. So we have like bikes that pop yeah. up for sale now and they just sit like good, good deals, decent bike. Like to, there's a Tomos LX like with like kits and parts aftermarket, like a bunch of stuff for 500 mm-hmm. bucks. And it's sat on Craig Facebook marketplace for like three months. Like, <laughs> you know, we just have bikes that's, just sitting. That's there. a decent deal though. It's a good bike. Yeah. It's a good bike for a good deal for a good for a good price for for all the parts that it comes with it. And like yeah. and I guarantee no one that's in our scene that's like active is going to buy it. Because we already have too many bikes. Cuz you got everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't need another Tomos. Like you know, I don't, 
there was there were two derbies for sale like an hour from us package deal i can't it was a good price i can't remember what it like yeah eight six or eight hundred bucks for for two derbies and none of us bought them and Wait, like, you said an hour from you like in which direction like uh, north north yeah northern virginia yeah bummer and we're just like we're like and we know the guy's selling i'm like i bought one of his derbies a couple years ago like good seller like good dude he's come to richmond and ride with us a couple times like we yeah you know, you know we know they what they are where they're coming from but like if you don't need the bike you don't need the bike you know i used to just buy things just to buy them like especially when i was like when i was doing you know kind of what you're doing like working on bikes and selling bikes and flipping them like i was doing all that stuff all the time just to feed my own moped habit it's like cool I yeah now you got now i got a job now you got a baby to feed <laughs> yeah now i got a job <laughs> i got a baby to feed i can't like you know i can't justify like spending like 500 bucks on a bike to, to, to flip it and sell it to make, you know, a hundred bucks or 50 bucks or, you know, cause that's what ends up when we, yeah, cons- yeah. we consider all the I don't time think I've ever made it. money on a bike. Yeah. Yeah. When you, once you add the time, like the amount of money you're making is not worth it. It's like, Oh, I bought this bike and I sold it and I, and I made 300 bucks on it, but it cost me all this time and, and, and labor. And it cost me all the, all this money and parts to fix it. And I, at the end of the day, you're like, ah, oh, I made a hundred bucks or like, it's not worth, worth the, the effort. Yeah. No, my time is worthless. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Like when you're working on your own shit, it's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's better than going to paying a therapist. You know, I can go to the garage and like put on a podcast <laughs> and like, you like, you know, wrench on my moped and like clear my mind and be like, you know, gr- grumbling to myself or like sit out there with a buddy and talk shit and like, you know, cool. I didn't, I didn't spend $300 going to a therapist. Like this is, this is, this is great. Yeah. I mean, therapy's pretty dope too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, I'm old. Like, like, don't, like, don't, don't talk people out of it. You know, uh, I know I get it, but I'm old. Dude, I'm old and broken, dude. I'd rather like bottle that shit up until my heart explodes. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, that's going to happen to us either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm like just at that age where like I'm on that cusp of like to worry about my mental health versus like rub some dirt on it. <laughs> Walk it off mentality. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Shake it off. Not healthy. I get, I, I know I got some shit going on, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't know. You know, you got to find a happy medium, you know. Yeah. Know what to shake off and know what to uh, talk about, I guess. <laughs> when to hold them and when to fold them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dude, so, so you guys uh, have grown six people and by, no, four people in like three years? Yeah, just a few years, yeah. That's Like, it's funny to be like, because like, we're just like, when you think about it, we're like, damn, like, I'm like, yeah, four people in three years, that's pretty good. And then you like when you say it out loud, you're like, ah, four people, that's not that many. But but it's like no. mopeds is so small. Like it's every time you really like look at it, you like from the outside, you notice how small it is. It's like even earlier when you were just like, Yeah, like it's it's a roll of the dice whether they'll like they'll find the scene or not. It's like you never know. Yeah. It's the yeah, it's so no, small well, yeah, we don't have people like lined up beating down our door like, <laughs> Let's ride mopeds. Yeah. It's like, what, what did you, were there anything you guys were doing? Like, as far as like being outgoing besides just like chasing people down, were you like doing active rides or meeting like, like near the college or trying to be like visible? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the goal was always to be visible, you know. So, uh, you know, try and, uh, like, we'll, you know, meet up for a ride, you know, in like a popular, popular area, you know, uh, I don't know, a, a bar or brewery or something like that. Uh, we ride every Sunday. So, uh, it's, you know, it's usually like this, this brewery downtown where, you know, we're going to see like kind of the biggest crowd, you know, and, you know, we'll make some noise and make the air stink for a minute. And, you know, if uh, if we didn't piss anybody off, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll come hang out. And I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like it's always happened different ways. You know, the way we pick people up, like two guys chasing them down. One guy I met on Reddit. He just said, you know, he like he's got a scooter and he can ride wheelies and stuff. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Um, but, uh, you know, he started hanging out and we finally talked him into, uh, buying that Tomos. Um, cause I mean, he's, he's a scooter dude through and through, but he finally has a Tomos. Nice. He, you know, still hasn't finished, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, it's like he can wheelie the Tomos too, dude. You know, it's funny. He claimed on Reddit he could do a wheelie, but I've never <laughs> seen him do one. Tommy's got to put up or shut up, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, another dude I met, uh, like three swoops. Uh, he lives like the next town over, but like he's way closer to us than he is to Atlanta. Um, so, uh, he started, he started hanging out and, uh, yeah, I think I listed everybody. Yeah, that's us. Nice, dude. But nice. we don't have like a, uh, yeah, pew pew. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> We don't have a, uh, like a, you know, like an official, like patching in kind of, or like prospect kind of deal. Um, it's just like, you know, just come and hang out, you know, like hang out, don't be a dick and, uh, yeah, give it a little time and you're in. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just gotta be like that casual. Cause that's, you know, the only way you're going to be able to get people involved and you know maybe like yeah said, you can't you can't be this exclusive club of two <laughs> yeah it's like you know <laughs> hopefully like it, it grows on them as they're as they're in it you know it's like all right damn they like they're hanging out and they're like damn this is pretty fun and like as they see more of it especially when they like i think a lot of the times people like see the larger picture of mopeds they're like whoa this is this is actually a thing there huh you know <laughs> yeah well i mean I don't know. We've, uh, let's see, all but one of us have, you know, been to like multiple rallies and stuff. And like, I think that is really what, I mean, that's what solidified it for me. You know, just like riding in a big crowd of, you know, total strangers that just like we all have this, this one thing in common, this one, you know, just like weird passion. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I went to the Daggers rally well, like two summers ago, and that was like, oh, well, you were there. I mean, what yeah. was that, like 200 bikes, something like that? <sighs> that was a great rally. That was like the first. It was huge. That was yeah. the first big rally coming out of the pandemic. And and it was an awesome turnout. The ride was cool. Like, the spot was, like, small enough, yet big enough, you know? It was it was. It was, yeah. it was it was like oh this place is a little small but i liked it because it forced everyone to be like together yeah and yeah it was a blast that was a good time 
Yeah, I mean, well, so like me and Brian went up there, and uh, well, I mean, we got an Airbnb. We like split it with a, a buddy of mine from from Chicago. Flew down. I brought a loaner up for him, and uh, so we all stayed at an Airbnb because you know showers. Showers <laughs> are pretty dope. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, like, such a fun group, and I mean, and the ride was beautiful, and yeah. You know, getting the cops called on us <laughs> was pretty funny. It's like, how do you get kicked out of like some like side of the road open park? It's like, <laughs> yeah, like a, a public park. We got we got evicted from a public park. I was like, this is because like we're a biker gang. Like, we're, we're, we're eating hot dogs, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, you could tell that cop was just like. Like they're not gonna stop calling me. Just like, just do me a favor. <laughs> you know, like I know you're you're not up to like anything bad. Just uh, they won't stop calling. Yeah, man. Scenic ride. We're just enjoying the weather. Nice community. <laughs> yeah, that place was awesome, man. Yeah, that was a good one, dude. Was that you guys first? Was that your first like out of town rally? Um. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was my mine and Brian's first out of town rally. I think. I, well, I don't know. I can't speak for Brian. I don't know if he's done any big group rides before we met. But uh, yeah, I mean, since then, God, I went to uh, went to Space Coast Brap Fest, went to um, Hot and Ready's retirement, went to the Buzzers rally last year. Um, yeah, been to a few since. Yeah, dude, I miss. I wish I went to to the fucking uh, the hot and ready's rally, dude. I was really bummed about that one. It was like, I think it was like my son's like birthday was that weekend or something, and I was like, ah, like the dates just didn't align for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say, oh, you know, you'll catch another, but I guess not. <laughs> yeah, at least got, not a hot and ready. They right? had to pass the torch, man. I, I like that. I like that too. At least there was like another, there's another active club in Chicago already. I feel like. Most scenes. Oh uh, yeah, the worst, like, right? Yeah, the worst. I feel yeah. like that's like that's the hard. I feel like that's the hardest part of mopeds, dude. Like it's one thing to like start your club with you know a couple of buddies you have, and then like you know you kind of like do your thing, you organically like grow it, and like you guys last or whatever. Like and like lasting is like cool. Like you are you made it to emeritus status. Like you you had a, a fish, you had a moped club for ten years or something. You know, it's like. Yeah, we we made it for ten years. Like maybe there was like a couple years in the beginning that was like one or two people like trying to get into together. So it's like, oh yeah, we've had a moped yeah. club for twelve, fifteen years. That's a long time to have a moped club. Like you guys are getting old. Like you might <laughs> like you know, like you don't have the time to be riding every every day, like or wrenching all the time. Or, yeah, you know, it's like eventually you're gonna do it less. I feel like some of those guys are still still pretty young though. I mean, like they must have started like. <laughs> I mean, well, I say young. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm 37. I still think I'm young, you know? Yeah, I feel young. And I, and I just turned 40. And it's like, and I know it's like, most people aren't going to yeah, get, we're just, most, most people aren't going to get into mopeds until they're, in, until they're in their 20s. There's like the few people that are like, oh, I had one when I was 15. But it's like, they weren't like riding nonstop since they were 15, you know? Like, yeah. So it's like, I consider it's like most people that are like, going to fall deep in love with mopeds and be able to have money to buy them and fix them and want to travel and go places with them. Like super active mopeders. 
most likely you're going to start in your twenties unless you like, find, yeah. unless you find it late, you know, like, Oh, you're 30. You have like some like, you know, early life crisis and like, Oh, I'm going to ride mopeds. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like, damn, damn. That, that's hitting a little close to home. Like shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like, dude, it's like they're doing it or whatever, but it's like, I feel like I'm, I'm still, I feel like I'm still pretty active, but I know I'm not like as active as I was, you know, in 2010 or something like when we were, I was yeah. at a garage renting with people like four, four or five nights a week and riding like all the time. Like I rode my moped every day. Like this is my main, like I have a car, but I didn't drive. It was like, you know, like the whole, like fuck your car, ride a moped. That's what we were doing. It's like, fuck your car, dude, ride the moped. Like you're, yeah. you're in the city you never have to go more than five miles to get anywhere. Like, fuck that car, dude. Like, ride your moped, park on the sidewalk, walk inside of whatever you need to be. Like, it's more, oh, man. more yeah. convenient than driving in, like, the city we're in, you know? So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that, you know, it was like that forever. But it's like, dude, like, wh- who's going to be coming behind us, you know? Like, if there's not, there's got to be someone who finds mopeds and they get as into it as we are without us you know like oh they found them but like you know i'd be just as stoked to see like people doing that than like oh we found them we got them to come hang out and be like a part of the thing we had going on i'm also you know be sick to be like oh like this new group of dudes that are like there's like two three friends and they all got mopeds together and they're like doing their thing down the street and they come on our rides here and there but they're really just doing their own shit like that's that's awesome yeah if every scene every scenes don't get that like you know your scenes on on the way out it's weird it's like you want to like find people and get them to be like part of your thing and him hang out and ride with you guys, but at the same time I'm like ah oh, I want you to like go do your own thing too like <laughs> I don't know it's hard I feel like when I, a lot of times when it's successful it's like um it's like some old head that kind of like branched off and started doing his own thing found new people and then that starts the new group. It's like, you know, it's like that, that, that first like uh seed, you know, someone cut up, cut the leaf off the tree and was like, Oh, here, go grow your own. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I don't know. I mean, like there's a ton of e-bikes in Athens, you know, which kind of sucks, but like, I'm hoping to start seeing like some, some of the, like the, some of those hot e-bikes, you know, like some Onyx or some Hucks or something like that. Yeah. I want to say I saw a cake like a couple of years ago, nice. like, you know, like the dirt bike style. Yeah. The cake's also um, the gray and white thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Those things look cool. Um, but I mean, you know, there isn't like, there's not like groups of kids, like college kids riding around on e-bikes. <clears throat> yeah. It's like the, the price of entry. It's like really high compared to a moped or a scooter. So for them to be like, Oh cool. I got this, $3,500 e-bike to get in like just out the box to get in a game with a Suron or something. It's like, it's hard. It's a hard. Uh, they got, they got, they got daddy's money. They don't care. <laughs> we have like one Onyx in town and like he ride. he's like, he's, he's in this, they, he just got patched in, I think this summer into the scooter club in town. So it's, you know, there's one or two of them floating around and like, you see him like there's, we have like a big like bicycle, group ride out that happens here like once a week and a bunch of like, oh, yeah. surons and e-bikes and one wheels and stuff are out on those things and i'm like dude like that's like how do i convince like those dudes to like get off the e-bike and get like something with a motor <laughs> it's like ah like 
that transition between like riding fixed gears and bicycles and e-bikes to like, yeah, like how do we get them to grow into mopeds? And I feel like it's that part's really tough because it's like if you're, what's gonna attract them to it? You know, it's like I need like my moped scene to be like be awesome to like be like oh look we can like, that's a, that's the hardest part dude. it's like it's like what's the bait dude it's like all right like like i'm like i'm i feel like i'm old it's like damn it's like i'm not like i can't be like yeah we're having a fucking ride and then we're ending it and we're throwing this fucking rager party and that's gonna trick all these young people into be like oh mopeds are awesome it's like the hell yeah. the hell satan's like when i was like in my 20s and it was like and i was seeing the hell satan's around it's like do the hell Satans like are they're just ripping around town, like causing a ruckus, like riding on sidewalks, like like filming like crazy like mini shitty documentaries and like putting them out. Like they were all the skateboard kids, so they're riding their mopeds to go skate. Like they're throwing crazy parties like at their house. So it's like, oh, these dudes ride mopeds and they so they throw wild parties and they're at the same shows, like hardcore shows and like, you know, punk shows. You know, you see their bike yeah. in the front and they're fucking these dudes are rad and like you go party with them, like it's gonna be a good time. And it's like, all right, guys, um, I want you guys to come ride mopeds with us. I'm gonna like, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna cook out, uh, you know, <laughs> smoke weed in the corner yeah, and, and away from my son. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. And we're all in bed by nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, my wife goes to bed super early. Like at least I'm like I'm, I'd be like, oh, like I stay up late. Like that's why like one thing I got still going on. I was like, yeah, I stay, but, uh, I stay up till midnight. <laughs> like I'm out here. Like. <laughs> Oh man, midnight hurts. I I worked too many like night jobs, dude. I worked I worked late for too long, so like, yeah, my body still doesn't. Uh, you're, doesn't yeah, you're up it. anyway. Yeah, yeah, my body doesn't want it, dude. It's like if I fall asleep early, it's because I was exhausted. Like I'll pass out on the couch at like nine o'clock or something, but that's like by accident, not <laughs> not by choice. Yeah. You know, like I want to stay up until like until midnight and then i want to like yell at myself when it's like 1 30 and be like oh you got to get up at six why do you why do you do this to yourself like <laughs> dude like uh for new year's like my wife and i we we, we thought we were so fucking smart and like this it, it actually it was a great idea like so new year's eve we went out to dinner super early like 5 30 like early bird special shit mm-hmm. you know like had this huge meal you know a few drinks got a little buzz going Went back to the house and took a nap till like ten. <laughs> Went back out, <laughs> but I mean, you know, like yeah, like, it's that two hour nap after you, you know, like eat, you know, eat half your body weight. Uh, it was perfect. You know, it was great. That's funny. It's like the fu- the funny part would be like, oh yeah, we laid down to take this nap, and then you woke up. It was like seven in the morning. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that could have easily happened. Yeah, the t- the time warp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude so so you guys are you guys threw a rally last year right or was it the year before no no um so no we've done uh we've done like day rides you know okay. like kind of like uh you know just like i don't know invite people out uh let's see i think we did it uh we did it like labor day weekend like Sunday before Labor Day this past year. I can't remember if we did it the year before or the year before that, but like we did like a Labor Day day ride twice now. Um, like the first time swoops came out uh, in pretty decent number. Um, this last time, um, uh, Stefan 
of the buzzards came out him, him and his wife um but yeah just did like you know pretty long ride like 40 miles something like that like stopped a couple places to check stuff out and grab some food grab some beers and yeah uh but no the the rally this year will be our first full-fledged rally nice how are you guys? How are you guys feeling about it so far? You have like a like a good game plan already set, or you guys are still just uh, working on it on your way up to it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've had a couple of meetings about it. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty organized. Uh, let's go ahead and give you all the details. Uh, so it's uh, April nineteenth through the twenty first. Uh, it's called Lock, Top, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Stroking Barrels. Uh, I don't know if you get the reference. Uh, was named after a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm to- totally stole the idea from the daggers. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so like that Friday, um, gonna check in, like start checking people in around five. Um, it's at a brewery in town that has like a huge like field in the back. Um, they're gonna let us camp out there, so nice. you know you don't have to worry about you know securing uh, like an Airbnb or hotel or anything. You just you know, sleep in your van, bring a tent, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, start checking people in around five and, uh, we'll do like a swap meet, uh, for a few hours and then just like ride downtown and, uh, you know, get some dinner and drinks or, you know, you can hang out at the brewery if you want, like whatever you want to do. Um, so like, you know, kind of a chill Friday night ride. Um, not trying to do any kind of like super long distance. I mean, maybe we'll go, I don't know. We'll go through like campus and go by the stadium if it's all lit up and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, then go downtown, just hang out. And then, um, let's see Saturday, um, like start a ride around noon and, uh, you know, we'll stop for food at some point. We'll feed, feed everybody. And then that night do a big raffle. We got two bikes and, uh, working on getting a bunch of stuff from treats and dose and, moped division and detroit moped works and yeah trying to hit up everybody i think i hit you up didn't i yeah yeah I'm ask you about some, yeah yeah some raffle stuff it's a little care package yeah well you, i mean you should just deliver that in person we want to see your face <laughs> yeah i hope so like i'd like to come down like i i haven't gone to atlanta in a couple years i haven't gone to georgia for a rally ever so you know might might be a good good chance. I feel like I yeah, wanna, it's gonna be. We're gonna do like so. I mean, I'm in charge of the route. Uh, we're gonna do like sixty miles, like sixty. I mean, no more than seventy. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be you know country roads, like long long stretches of just blasting and yeah, you know, not not too crazy hills, but Athens does have hills, so you know, nice. Maybe leave your E50 at home. <laughs> I mean that is something I liked about like when we went when we go down for Buzzard or something. It's like, yeah, you hit Chicago, you do Richmond, you do Philly and, or New York or something. It's like, oh, these are all like these cities and it's fun, but it's all like stop like the stoplight and this to that and like it's yeah. like, real compact. And then like when we go to Buzzard or something, be like, oh, dude, we're like blasting. We're like out here like in the cut, like country roads opened up. Like everyone gets to go wide open every once in a while. Like. You know, they were, they were yeah, it, it's stretches. definitely going to be more of a route like uh, like like the Daggers Rally for sure. 
Yeah, that stuff's fun. So, I mean, you know, plenty, plenty of gas stops. I mean, we're not going to be out in the middle of nowhere, you know. But, yeah. um, and I feel like, well, yeah, shoot. I, what do I need to stop saying? I feel. Oh, I'm really my feelings, I guess, dude. I'm just like, I feel like, I feel like. <laughs> you but, tell me about <laughs> your feelings, man. It's fine. You know, what I'm, you know, back to my pet therapy right here, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a licensed therapist, but. <laughs> but I feel like, ugh. I didn't, yeah, I feel like anyway. Anyway, dude, like going to moped rallies, it's like planning your summer or like things you want to go hit. Like I try to take that in consideration. It's like I don't want to go hit only city rallies. It's like, oh, we went to Chicago yeah. and New York and Philly. Like like I said, like you go hit all these cities. Like, cool. Like I know what that's going to be like. Like you, you go to one, like you've been to them all. Like, you know, they're going to, they're going to, the ride's going to be kind of similar. Like, you want to hit them to see them if you've never been there. Like, go go to New York and like go through Times Square or something. That's awesome. That's an experience. I definitely want to do it. But I've ripped through Philly a bunch of times, dude. And I know what they're I know what they're going to be doing. And like every once in a while, I'm like, God, I'd rather go ride in the country and see some cows. <laughs> like, you know, I want to change it up. Yeah. So oh, we got those, dude. When you guys are thinking about going to rallies, dude, try to <laughs> try to mix it up. Think about think about the different scenery, different different roads. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we'll do the we'll do the quote unquote city ride too, but like, you know, Athens is not big. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there's big big student population, but I mean, yeah, it's it's a small town. Um, it's a it's a small town that has like a lot to offer. I mean, we definitely want, like, you know, we want to give everybody the opportunity to really like kind of explore, you know. So like, we'll have stuff to do like between like the ride and raffle, but. You know, if you want to just like hop on your bike or like, you know, get back in your van or whatever and, you know, go downtown and, you know, check out the check out the record stores and, you know, there's, there's tons of restaurants and bars. And I mean, like campus is beautiful, you know, just wander around um, state botanical gardens are in Athens. You're like, I mean, you know, you can really do whatever you want. A little um, adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we'll have stuff. We'll have some activities and stuff like at the breweries. We'll probably do you know, some slow races or tug of war. Maybe there is a pretty good little drag strip right by the brewery. Maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll paint that off and see if we can't get some, some, uh, some grudge matches going. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, or, you know, I don't know. Hopefully we'll be getting a bunch of, a uh, bunch of raffle prizes and stuff. So nice. Um, what are the bikes you guys are raffling off? Uh, so we have a maxi that has like, so we, we call it the shamrock. Uh, somebody actually like gave it to us, uh, several years ago. It's like this, like really badass, uh, like custom paint job, uh, maxi. Um, it's on our, it's on our Instagram. Um, I'll have to post another picture of it. And then one other bike, we're still kind of like deciding which one we want to do. Um, like we've got a kinetic that uh is probably going to be what we raffle but there's a possibility for like maybe another i don't know so we haven't quite figured out we're definitely doing the shamrock the shamrock bike but uh you guys gonna yeah like stocker it up or try to like put some parts on it what are you what are you guys thinking um i mean it's so I mean, it's stock cylinder, um, uh, just like with a, like a Shaw 15 and, uh, it's got that, uh, 
It's got that aftermarket pipe that looks stock. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're, they're on treat. It's just like, you know, a little upgraded pipe. But, I mean, it'll go it'll go 35 all day. You know, like, mm-hmm. it'll, you know, it's, it's a good, solid bike that's never going to break down. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good bike. Now, the, as far as, like, you know, if you win the raffle bike and everybody's saying blow it up, like, please let it be the Kinetic, not the Shamrock. <laughs> It's, it's, it's too beautiful to blow up. It's a really pretty bike. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I pulled it up on your Instagram. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's a nice looking bike. Nice looking little maxi. Yeah, can you believe somebody gave us that? That's sick. That's another thing yeah, about I, like fixing bikes. Like when you're fixing bikes and selling bikes and flipping bikes, and you're like, you're really involved. You become like that guy. Like you, they see you on the internet all the time. They see your posts all the time. And every once in a while. Someone hits you up and they're like, Hey, like I got this bike. Like, Hey, uh, you know, sometimes people just hit you up out of the blue and like bikes fall in your lap. Yeah. Like I got a really minty, like fruit striped Tomas one time. And I, and I think I got it for like 75 bucks, a hundred bucks or something, something, something ridiculous. And it was a really nice bike. And it's like, damn, like it was like literally locked to like a, to a, like in the back of someone's apartment complex, like locked to a, to the, to the stairway for like, uh, like somebody just abandoned it. It wasn't abandoned. Like I knew who the girl was like, cause you know, the city's small enough, you know, who gets moped sometimes and like, Oh, like, yeah, that girl had this bike a couple years ago. And like, she used to ride it and now it just sits here locked behind her house and it's been there forever. And she's never going to ride. And then one day she was like, Oh, like you want to buy my bike? And I'm like, uh, not really. And she's like, hundred bucks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, yeah, it's hard to turn down at that price. Yeah. They, they give, um, you, give them away. But yeah. The, uh, like the shamrock bike, we got it. Cause, uh, it was like, it, I mean, this was a long time ago. It's just me and Brian. And like <laughs> that, that last, uh, that last little gasp of life from Craigslist, we posted something on Craigslist saying, Hey, we're looking for riders and like somebody in Atlanta was like, Hey, I don't ride anymore, but I got this bike. If y'all want it, come get it. And he gave us, uh, gave us, you know, like, a, you know, a clean maxi that ran well. I mean, we haven't done anything to it and it's yeah. just always been like, you know, our, like our, our club bike or loner, you know, like somebody wants to come out and ride and just see if, uh, <laughs> see if they're into it, they can ride that one. You know, it's not yeah. going to, it's not going to kill them because it's not like, you know, crazy fast or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it's not, you know, you it, it doesn't like max that max out at 20. Yeah. I feel like you definitely need one of those around. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really have that bike like in my stable right now, but like, I definitely know it's, especially when you're actively trying to get other people into it, you need like one bike that's yeah. like, like a stock Tomos with a pipe or something, something that's easy to start, easy to ride. And it doesn't like, there's no clutch springs or something crazy that's going to make it like, you know, pick the front wheel up for no reason for like someone completely new. Yeah. They need to be able to turn the throttle all the way and it starts going without like throwing them off the bike. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's, I mean, that's definitely and what never, this bike is. And you know? never break down. It's got to be like the never most break bulletproof, down. reliable moped. And like, yeah, dude, write this. And then people just write it and they come back with a smile and they're like, oh, this is great. And then you like, ah, gotcha. Trick them. Yeah, you know, y'all always talk about the smile ride. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to see that, you know, like I know what the smile ride was for me, mm-hmm. but like, 
I don't know. I, I like, you know, I get people on that bike and they're like, Oh yeah, you know, that was fun. And then they like never come around again. I'm like, damn it. Like they weren't hooked. Like what happened? Like the small, I don't know. Maybe fails. I need to put them on the fast one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where maybe, do they yeah, come maybe from? I, it's like, where they, are they coming from riding motorcycles? Like they already know how to turn the throttle. Like, all right, you might have to put them on a faster bike, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, the last guy to ride the shamrock, I mean, he wouldn't take it over 20. He was, terrified it was it was not a small ride for him <laughs> it was a terror ride dude that's funny yeah <laughs> yeah some of us like that man like sometimes they just ride the bike and they're like oh like this is on i'm on they know that they are unsafe and there's definitely people that you know you see them ride and you're like uh, <laughs> maybe we should talk to yeah that. i maybe mean we should talk that person out of this before they like kill themselves yeah. like oh i i I didn't think you didn't already know you were going to be completely exposed. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, cars are right there. <laughs> oh yeah, you can reach out and touch them. Mm. Yeah, but you know, I mean, like, yes, that's true. But I mean, if they run you over, they're going to prison. They don't want to like. They're not trying to kill you. They're not tr- actively trying, but. Like, <laughs> right. I think within the last, like, the last month, like, maybe one of the times I went on a route, I, I almost got hit by a car twice in, like, the first, like, 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, it's not my day, dude. Just, like, you know, I'm pulling out into traffic and, like, they're switching into your lane and you got to, like, swerve out of the way. Like, you know, you give them the look, you flick them off, you know, you're like, stop trying to yeah, kill well, me out. Yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> everybody is on their phone, you know? Oh, yeah. That's like my, I think there's like certain times when you're riding and like you, I don't know if it happens to me all the time. It's like, you know, when you go ride and like, you're just blasting and like, you have that one moment. It's like, dude, this is great. And like your adrenaline's up, you know, you're rushing. You took some turret a little fast, you know, something crazy. Mm-hmm. You're like, you felt it and you're like, your heart's racing. You're like, ah, that, that, that adrenaline feeling kicks in like. I like that about mopeds and like, that's kind of, I feel like that's one reason why you get it you get into riding stuff. It's like, it gets your blood pumping, but like yeah. those moments where like you almost get hit by a car or like something sketchy happens or you're like that. Those are times your heart's like fucking in your throat. And I'm just like my, my it's beating so hard and my hands are all tensed up. And I'm just like, dude, like, I almost died. Like, and it's like, I, I don't want to say it's good, but it's like that feeling of adrenaline. Like you never feel so alive, <laughs> you know, like yeah, that car came out of nowhere. You're like freaking out inside of your helmet. And you're like, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I don't want to say it's a good thing. It's not, but at the same time it is, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only close call I've ever had, well, I guess I've had two, like both times, like somebody like, you know, I'm like going down the road and somebody like coming the opposite direction, like takes a left yeah, in front of me. That's it. That's, you know, that's the worst. And like, yeah, once was like, I had just gotten my first bike and it had like, you know, the original like six volt, uh, headlight and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, at, it's dark, you know, like they did, they just did not see me at all. Um, uh, I mean, luckily there was enough space where like, even like the shittiest brakes were going to be able to stop me. Yeah. Um, but then so I'm like, Oh man, I got I really got to switch to LEDs, you know? And like, you know, learning how to do the, the 12 volt LED conversion was, you know, that was pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. that was like my first, like 
my first real like moped project, like, uh, you know, where I was just flying blind and eventually got it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shortly after I installed LEDs, same thing. And I was flying downhill and somebody I, like, you know, I very nearly clipped the rear bumper. Um, that would have been bad. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. Like it, like it, no. the feeling of your blood rushing and like the adrenaline come coursing through your veins. Like it, it that's a good feeling. Cause it literally like you're just like everything's tingling, you know, but it, in the moment of it happening, you're just like, no, 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 no. And like, especially that left, yeah. that left hand <laughs> turn thing. It's just like, that's the worst. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like that's happened to me a lots of times, and I'm just like I'm so weary of other riders. Like I feel like I'm a better driver because of riding mopeds. Like it makes me super alert and like aware of my surroundings. I'm paying attention to everyone, and I always assume someone's going to do something stupid like that. And yeah, and sometimes like well, yeah. At, at this point, you know, yeah, you're you're looking for it, you know. So like you're ready to you're ready to lock down the brakes, you yeah. know. I'm ready to break. I'm ready to move. Like I, I, I know where my escape routes are. Like, you know, I'm not riding with a car right beside me. Cause I want to be able to take a, take action. If I need to switch lanes or something like I'm, I'm not, yeah. you know, if I, if, if I want, if, if this car is turning and I have to hit it, like I want to hit like the hood and go over the car. I don't want to go like in the side and go through a window. Like I'm ready to go somewhere uh. else, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. what happened. To, that's what happened to Ashley. Like in like from the rebels that's in the podcast. Like yeah, that, that's uh, yeah. That she, I wreck. mean, she got hurt really bad, right? Yeah, yeah. They were ripping down Broad Street, big Main Street in Richmond, like three lanes, super well lit, like lots of visibility, and there's no like trees or like things blocking the median. It's like super visible road, and old lady turned left, and she couldn't stop in time and hit the side of the car into the window, like all, all of it, like super bad, like in the hospital, like yeah. s- surgery, like, like bad, like she got messed up, survived it, yeah. rode a moped again after it, but you know, yeah. not a good experience for sure. Like, so I don't know. That's yeah, one thing I about mean, moped you know. breaks too, dude. Like that's probably the hardest thing about mopeds. It's like, being, <laughs> being brakes be, suck. yeah being aware that the brakes aren't great and riding that bike anyway like and making it faster anyway it's like yeah like i've seen plenty of people kit bikes before fixing before making their brakes better like it's like oh yeah. I, I bought a pipe and i bought a carb and i bought a kit and i bought an intake and i bought fucking a, a mini rotor and they do all this it's stuff still, and they still run into 70s brakes yeah and they didn't and they didn't buy any brake pads <laughs> it's like yeah. dude like even even buying new brake pads sometimes are not that great. You know, it's like that's I don't know. There's a hard part about making a moped stop good. Yeah. So the fact that like yeah, I mean, like, well, I'm I'm running drum brakes on all my bikes. You know, I don't I, I've never done the disc conversion. Yeah. Like I got disc. I got disc. I got like my Fox. I'm sure I'm, I don't know if your Waller was like this, but my my Fox, the best drum brakes ever. Like it locks up the wheel. I can skid stop my Fox like with, with drum brakes stock, you know, but yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't noticed that. I mean, well, I haven't had to lock them up, but 
also I haven't been able to uh, get it running long enough to really yeah, test that it. out. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I set the Wallaroo aside for a while. I'm working on a uh, I'm working on a 103 now. Um, and and I ran out of money, so I'm trying to like <laughs> sell some bikes to fund all the other stuff. Yeah, to feed the habit, dude. That that French habit's uh, yeah. that French habit's pricey, dude. It's a steep one. Oh, I'm just I'm just trying to. Uh, I, I mean, the 103. I'm just going to keep stock for a while. Um, it'll it'll be my stock bike. Um, I mean, it's variated, so it can eat up the hills. You know at 25 miles an hour all day you know uh my hobbit's the fast one and i probably should make that a little safer but (laughs) yeah safety second (laughs) safety third dude (laughs) like first we got aesthetics then we got the speed and then we go for safety (laughs) nah we just send it (laughs) oh yeah Dude, that's sick, man. I don't know. You got you got you got the scene going, you're fucking holding down your air, which is like, you know, it's it's cool. Like how far were you guys from Atlanta? Um, I mean, well, it depends on like what part of Atlanta you're going to, but a little over an hour. It's not far. Yeah. Like if anybody's thinking about uh flying in for the rally, um, I mean it'd be pretty easy to get to Athens. <laughs> um there's like there's shuttles that run from the airport to Athens. Um, got like I think they they make like twenty four trips a day. So I mean, it's not like you'd have to wait for a long time. Um, if you need a loaner, hit us up. Um, uh, hit us up on Instagram or or something like that. Um, I think there's a loaner question on the registration. Um, so yeah, I mean, we can work something out. We've got extra bikes. Uh, and if we run slim, we've got we got folks we can hit up. Uh, so yeah, if anybody uh. Anybody from way far away wants to come and hang out and stay warm? It'll probably be cold <laughs> still up in uh, up in the Midwest, you know. Dude, that's the real lore right there, dude. That's your bait. It's like all you guys who are like suffering real winters in the Midwest and up north, like come on down, come on down to Athens, Georgia. Get you some oranges. Yeah, dude, hang spring, out in the sun. Spring, spring starts in March down here, you know. Yeah, dude. Just, might... The only thing we got to worry about is rain, but fuck it, we're gonna ride anyway. Yeah, send it. And they got they they got a thread up in Moped Army. So if you you know you want to find the registration, Fire and Squad presents lock, stock, and two stroke and barrels is on the general discussion forum, April nineteenth through the twenty first, and the registration link is there. Yeah, it's right there in the first post. It's also on our Instagram. Um, in the bio, um, I don't know. I tried to make it as, it's, I don't know. I hope I didn't annoy everybody <laughs> when I made, when I made that registration, I just posted it to everything I could possibly find on like Facebook, Instagram. So well, that's what you got to do. Sorry about that. Like you definitely have to do that. I feel like once again, I'm feelings, my feelings, but if you don't do that, people aren't going <laughs> to see it. Like I've seen it and I'm not like always paying attention to Moped Army. I'm not always paying attention to like what's coming up until I think about it, you know, until I'm like, Ooh, well, what rallies are coming up soon? Like, let's kind of look at it. Like I'll forget easy. So it's one of the things you yeah. might have to post it again. Like you might have to do it a couple times to kind of remind people. Yeah. Yeah. I already had a couple people register. So, um, I don't know. Just keep, just keep beating that dead horse until, uh, until we get some more people sign up. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like it's pretty much, I don't know. I think it's going to be like really the only thing, like one of the only things in the Southeast. Um, so yeah. And I mean, and again, you know, trying to get it early enough in the year to where the Midwesterners are still suffering. So they'll, they'll just have to come down. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how it should work. <laughs> like it should definitely be the South and like places that are always warm do the earlier rallies. Like, yeah, Richmond yeah. was doing, you know, riding chatter. They do their riding chatter thing. They were doing it. And that was like February when they first started doing it, like February. And then they, then they push it back to March. And it was like, damn dude, like we're still like last year, brutal, like super cold, rainy, like bad weather, <laughs> you know? And that was like the first rally. Yeah. And it's like, damn, like I would have much rather gone somewhere else. Like when we, the first time it comes, we went to new Orleans. It was because of that. I was like, damn, New Orleans is throwing a rally in October. Like it's just starting to get a little chilly and we'd go down to New Orleans and we'd ride in t-shirts and shorts and be like, dude, summer's still here guys. Let's go. Like, yeah, that's not, I I feel like that should be part of it. We need to like, uh, work together in the country a little better to like, you know, make it easy. (laughs) Yeah. Make it easy on everybody. Yeah. I mean, hopefully the weather will hold up. I mean, you know, usually that time of year, there's definitely going to be, gonna be some storms and stuff you know but uh you know hopefully it'll be clear for that week or that weekend um yeah should be a good time i mean looking forward to you know seeing all our friends and going for a long ride through the country and mm-hmm. eating and drinking with y'all and, and if you've been i don't like, know see yeah. what kind of see what kind of trouble we can get into and if it's been a while since you got to go on ride you know you've had you've had you've had this long winter you're suffering like this is the first rally on the calendar. Like zeros things in two weeks, but that's like a swap meet. There's no ride. Like firing yeah. firing squad's got the first spot on the on the rally for the year. You know, it's like, all right, guys, let's. You want to get started? And April sounds like a great time. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And uh, you know, uh, we're well aware what weekend it is. Uh, that you know, before twenty. Um, just so you know, it's, uh, I guess it's not decriminalized in Athens, but you only get like a $35 ticket if you're caught with it. So, you know, smoke them if you got them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. I'm pumped. I mean, like, I don't know, beat the drum a little bit. See if anyone's up for a road trip, you know, like, I'm like April, that's, that's a month of sitting around doing nothing. But working, I'm like, dude, I could I could use a break. And it's not far from Richmond. It's like it's only seven hours. I'm like Yeah, yeah, I think it's like six or seven hours. Yeah, like that. like that's I just pulled it up. It's seven hours and eighteen minutes. I'm like, dude, that's not bad. That's an easy trip. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hope to uh I don't know. I've been hitting up some like some like European clubs. Like, yo, let's make this like a international thing, you know. <laughs> I have no idea if anybody's gonna come out for it, but they did, dude. Like, listen, we got the logo. Worth a shot, like, yeah. You know, come on oh, out yeah. here, dude. Well, I mean, God, I don't think they can modify their bikes, so like they're gonna be like, What the hell is this? Yeah. That's funny. Like those spots are where they're just not allowed to like get them. I'm sure there's like I know they still have stuff going on. They have racing and they have all sorts of stuff. So there's still like fast bikes out there, but like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't ride it on the road though. Right. It's like strictly track 
Yeah. Yeah. I like out here, dude. It's no holes barred. We're just all out here with illegal bikes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are oh, you dude, like, do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, right, yeah. Like, well, are you going to measure my cylinder? Yeah. Like, it's been, since they changed the law or whatever in Richmond, I think it was like 2015 or something, they changed the laws here and like added all these mopeds restrictions and like, if it goes over 35, oh, you have to- it's like, that's a motorcycle. Like, dude, everyone's bike here goes over 35. Like, yeah, I've never once been pulled over for going faster than thirty-five miles an hour. You know, like the cops don't care about that. Plus, they're not trying to waste their time fucking with a moped. Like, they have right? Other, yeah, they got other things to worry about. It's like, <laughs> right. like I could be riding by like with no license plate. Like they're not pulling me over. They don't care. Knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Like, I mean, sorry. Well, officer, yeah. I mean, bike, it, yeah. The, and if the you plate fell off again, someone stole it. Like. Uh, right, yeah, uh, rattled off like everything else on this shitty yeah. thing. This thing's from 1978, sir. Like it's barely, it's barely <laughs> staying together. Like <laughs> I got pulled over once. Like, a well, long yeah. Time if you ago. have a, uh, if you have a bike that's not registered, uh, bring it to Georgia. There are there are no rules here. There's no registration, no tag, no insurance, Dang, nothing. Wild West. So, yeah. Well, back, for now. Back when mopeds were young and free. <laughs> Sick, but uh, yeah, should be a good time. Like I said, Friday night, doing a little swap meet, bring some shit to sell, bring some money to buy stuff. Yeah, you know, um, you guys got to form up in the buy sell trade for for the swap meet. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I should I should post that up. Yeah, that'd be a good spot. I need to check zeros one. I haven't even looked so. I'm like yeah I could sell some stuff and that involves going to my garage and looking at all my stuff again I don't want to do that <laughs> yeah I mean I, I just I, I've, I've accrued so many like just like knickknacks like you know dude it's funny bunch of sprockets and yeah. you know just like random like spoke wheels and it's wild know, it stuff, I'm, stuff I'm not going to use but like yeah it grows so fast just like random random cylinders and, and, and wheels yeah. and all sorts of stuff just grow when you're when you're doing mopeds and fixing bikes and swapping stuff and you know kidding things like you just end up with like I think at one point I had like I don't know like ten stock Hobbit cylinders or something maybe more just like in a box and yeah. like and they're cast iron they're heavy as fuck I was like dude this I got to get rid of this I got post them for sale yeah. and like people wanted to buy them they bought them if they didn't I threw them away. And I, and I know it's bad, I've, but we've thrown away so much moped stuff over the years. Like, <laughs> don't whole, do it. Whole shelves of Tomos, like, inventory, like, parts and cases. And we've trashed so much moped stuff. I know it. And you get no money for it either. Like, you take it to the scrapyard and, like, they weigh it and, like, they give you $5 and you're like, all right, <laughs> thanks. No, better, not, better than nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I try to give it. I try to give it away every once in a while. Like I'll do like the spring cleaning. You know, when it warms up, I'll probably do it again this year. Just like pull every bike out of my garage, like go through all the parts and just put shit that I haven't even looked at and touched and like in a big box. I'm like, yo, who wants to come buy whatever I have? And you know, that might be a good, good spot for Athens, dude. Do it before the rally. Bring all my shit and sell it. Yeah, I, no, I have a challenge. I got a challenge for. 
whoever wants to take it up, come to the swap meet and build a bike. Bike in a box. And ride it the next day. <laughs> oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it depends on the, uh, the the level of turnout. We did <laughs> raffle off a bike in a box one time. That was pretty fun. Like <laughs> we had we had our like raffle bike, and then we had we had another bike that was like it was just under a tarp, and it was just like we covered this thing up in a tarp, and we're like, all right, dude, we're doing a we're doing a dice roll. It was like a five dollar buy-in got you like a wristband for like for the for the CeeLo game at the at the raffle and like whoever had uh-huh. a wristband got to come up and roll the dice and it was for what's ever what's ever under the tarp and then like someone won like this bike in a box it was just like the frame the wheel but all the motor and all the parts were in a box it was like all right here you go you want a bike in a box <laughs> i mean was it complete like i mean could they have actually like built a runner from what was in the box or it was a long time ago. I don't remember, but I'm sure it was pretty close. <laughs> it might have been like 90% there, 85% or something, yeah. but it was like yeah. enough stuff that you could finish a bike with it for a pretty, especially if you got it like, for $5. Maybe another 100 bucks or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like you win all this shit for $5. It's like if you if you don't want to take it home, you just take out the stuff you want and leave the rest of it. I think I think that's might might even be what happened. So I don't think someone took all of it. I think he just grabbed a couple things. Like, yeah, I'll take this motor, uh, you know. Right. Start uh, start auctioning it off. Yeah, dude, that's the move. I finally got to do it. Like I always wanted to win something at a raffle and then auction it on the spot. And I think I, I did it. At the yeah. Wiz- I did it at the Wizards rally finally. I don't even know what I won. What? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I won something. <laughs> like, didn't even care. Like, yeah, I don't I want, want this. Yeah, I won something. And I know I didn't want it. And I was like, finally, yes. I was like, let me get the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the bidding starts at twenty dollars or something stupid. Hell yeah. <sighs> well, dude, thank you for taking the time to hang out and talk mopeds for a little bit. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for hitting me up. Yeah, I, I also like. I'm glad to hear like that the clubs like you know growing a little bit you guys are moving forward like it's i i don't do it i don't think i do it often enough like follow up with like people that's been that have been on the podcast already to kind of see like where they're at yeah. now and i i should probably do that more but it's yeah, like that old uh, uh that old vh1 show <laughs> where are they now <laughs> yeah where are they now yeah <laughs> hell yeah all right, dude. Well, I'm gonna get out of here. Um, I'll have it up tomorrow, and I'll tag you guys, and you know, post the information about the rally, and hopefully, All right. hopefully, we can make it down. Cool, man. Well, yeah, I'd love to see you. Yeah, dude. Blast it up. All right, man. Peace. All right. Later, dude. I'm busy. Well, guys, that's another episode of Moped Money Podcast. Um, Remember, uh, shout out to the firing squad down there in Athens, Georgia. They got a rally coming up, first one of the season. If you guys want to come down, it could be a fun one. Stay warm, like, you know, enjoy yourself. Should be a fun rally. And, yeah, that's about it, man. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know, like, touch a flower, is it moving? Like, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude.
boy. Wah, wah, wah. 